Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, how about this? Ohio State and Michigan last week averaged 19 million viewers on Fox. Largest audience for the game since 2006 when the two teams were ranked one and two. So, Ohio State, Michigan averaged 19 million on uh, on Fox. And, of course, the brouhaha uh, around Harbaugh not coaching and many people believe that, you know, Ohio State drove that and all that. But Michigan comes away the winner. That is a heck of a number right there, baby. That's NFL numbers. We are the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. We're driven by your next Ford F-150 truck at Mack Hike Ford, I-55 North and Jackson. Mack Hike Ford, I-55 North and Jackson. Ford F-150 truck, number one selling truck in America. Also, the show is brought to you by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge and Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. And I'm live from the Sportsbook today. Having a good time. We want to welcome in our friend Chris Doring, All-American with the Florida Gators under Steve Spurrier. Now with the SEC Network, and CD joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. CD, good morning. Good morning, Bo, man. It's good to be back with you. I feel like we, we did one of these hits like uh, back in September, and then we blinked our eye, and here we are. We're, we're done and uh, almost on December and the new year. I know. I know. Are you are you fired up about um, conference championship weekend in, in Bama, Georgia? Yeah. I am. I am. It's, it's the one weekend of the year I get to get out of the studio, man. Looking forward to heading to Atlanta tomorrow. Um, you know, not many times that we've had two uh, division winners that have both gone eight and zero in the conference, but we get that this year. So I, I, I think about what's on the line. I think about you know the the history between these two coaches and, and these two teams in recent years, and I expect this to be nothing less than a, a battle of the titans, man. All right. So when you look at it, Bama, Georgia, uh, Georgia minus six, neutral field. Uh, like you said, the two teams did what they had to do to get here. 
people claim they're not dominant, whatever, elite this year, but they're both really, really good, as you know. You've watched all their games. Mm -hmm. Um, Who do you like, but more importantly, why do you like them on Saturday afternoon in Atlanta? I don't know who I like yet, man. I I guess I lean Georgia maybe just because of the – know the dominance the 29 game winning streak that they're on but then I I think back to coach Saban his uh, history there in Atlanta as the head coach of Alabama 10 and 1 I believe is the record never lost in Mercedes-Benz Stadium Uh, they find ways to 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 win there even the last time these two teams met in the SEC title game uh, Alabama used that fuel of being an underdog to to kind of uh you know, coin that phrase about the rat poison being yummy. And uh, I, I think that it's, it's going to be another point of, of uh, contention for this team. Rarely do they ever get labeled as the underdog. But I, I think this has been a different year for Alabama. Um, I think it's been a year that's made Alabama and Nick Saban more relatable. You know, for so long they were just so dominant and, and so, what they say, joyless murder ball or whatever the phrase was. But uh, yeah. this is a team that had flaws, that had questions, that had mistakes along the way vulnerabilities that have gotten better and and um you know i just am so impressed with the the strides that they've made from that time we watched uh, coach saban walking in the locker room there at the halftime of the usf game in the pouring rain uh to where they are now and i i think it's a lot of fun just to watch how much fun he's having coaching this team and the appreciation for the growth that they've had and and uh and, and just how uh, human the, the, these players and the team as a whole looks. Um, so there's talk, CD, that they'll be left out if Texas wins. Now, now hold on. Let me let me walk you through. That. I know you saw a lot of it last night, but but if if Michigan wins, which we expect them to beat Iowa, and I, who knows with Florida State, Louisville, that line's two and a half. But let's say FSU wins. All right, so. They're in, they're in. Winner of Oregon, Washington's in. So that's three spots. So if Bama wins in Atlanta and knocks Georgia out, but if Texas holds and beats Oklahoma State, it looks like Bama's still left out. What are your thoughts there? Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big proponent for valuing regular season games, and nothing would uh, undermine the importance of regular season games more than, than taking – Alabama over Texas with the head-to-head win with the same records with the the same um, you know resume of being a, a champion of a Power Five conference. Uh, if you were to take Alabama over Texas, I, I, I think that that completely erodes um, the importance of the the regular season. And that's what one of the things that I think a lot of people have been very adamant about um, not wanting to lose as we went to the 14 playoff and now as we expand to a 12 team next year. So as much as it pains me to think about you know that scenario. I think that's the way you'd have to go. Although, you know, if we're talking about the best team, I think Alabama's a better team now than, than what uh, Texas was. But Alabama had their chance. They, they, they lost it on their home field uh, by double digits nonetheless. So, I, I, you know, you can't – at the end of the day, what, you, when you lose a ball game, you open yourself up for interpretation about what other people think. Now, I, I, I can't help but feel like maybe there's some chaos that takes place this weekend or, or maybe, maybe the, the – the, the, the history of this thing, you know, buttoning itself up so nice and neat holds true. And we get the, the four undefeated win and, and uh, everything looks nice and pretty on Sunday for the committee. Yeah. I can't wait. It's going to be fun. It's going to Chris Storing, SEC Network on the Farm Bureau I don't know how you feel, bro. I hate to interrupt it, but I, I just like the, I, the, the idea of, of, of FSU going undefeated 
and potentially being left out without, you know, the Jordan Travis loss is a huge deal. I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely a different team. Um, but I, do you see them, if they were to, to find a, a way to go undefeated and, and beat Louisville on, on Saturday, not getting in, being 13-0? Oh, no, they're in. They're in. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, FSU is in if they win. Obviously, they're out if they lose. But like you said, losing what, Jordan what Travis. What do you think the line would be? But what, what would the line be between Alabama and FSU if they played today? FSU without Jordan Travis? Correct. If they played, they played this Saturday. What would that line be? Um, that would be Bama by eight or nine. I was going to say at least ten. Uh, to me, I mean, they 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 are not. I watched them play my alma mater on on Saturday. They, their defense looks good. You know, I, I, they they really uh, took advantage of a poor offensive line for Florida, but like they are very limited in what they can do offensively. And uh, I just, I don't think they'd be able to run the ball at all against Alabama. So it just goes back to the old question, are the most deserving or or best team? And uh, I think that's a a question the committee is going to have to to look at on on Sunday, potentially. Chris Doring on the Out of Bounds show. CD, let's switch gears. Jeff Lebby, you and I talked on Sunday or Monday, and Mississippi State just hired the offensive coordinator from Oklahoma, you liked it. Um, you like uh, what he's been able to do. Obviously, Zach Selman's going with youth, energy, and an offensive-minded coach. What did you make of the new hire in Starkville, Mississippi, CD? I love I love everything about it, man. Uh, you know, I, I think we've all uh, agreed that Mississippi State can't, you know, try to do the same things schematically with lesser players than Alabama or Georgia or LSU have. So they've got to kind of do things a little differently. I mean, that was the recipe for success. When they went out and got Dan Mullen, you know, first-time head coach, running an offense that hadn't largely been seen elsewhere in that spread option attack. They found a quarterback that could run it really well, and, and uh, Dan Mullen was able to, uh, to, to take Mississippi State to the number one spot in the first college football rankings. So, you know, I think there's a precedent for what is going to transpire. There's some similarities. Obviously, Jeff Levy, a first-time Head coach, a guy that's an offensive-minded uh, coach that has done things a little differently with his scheme, has a history of coaching up quarterbacks really well with what he did with Matt Corral and and the way they utilized Jeff, uh, excuse me, the uh, John Rice Plumley as well. So, I, I like the energy that he's bringing. I like the entertaining brand of football that we'll get a chance to watch, and I like the fact that he has coached in the state of Mississippi. I mean, you know this better than I do, but I remember going back doing a Mississippi State game probably 10 years ago or so, and hearing the, the stat about in that state having more NFL talent per capita than anywhere else. So I think sure. there's a lot of, of uh, importance of understanding the dynamics within that state and, and, and the relationships, too. And, and uh, the fact that he has some of that already, I think, means a lot, too. I agree. And for us, it's great because he coached under Kiffin, coached at Ole Miss, now at Mississippi State, uh, stirs the pot even more. And uh, yeah. and makes it better. Chris Storing, CD, SEC Now, also uh, SEC in the mornings. The dude has uh, – man, how much fun have you had working for the – how long has it been? How much fun have you had working for the yeah. SEC Network? Yeah, it's been uh, – this is my ninth season, so it's, it's hard to believe because uh, I, I think you and I have talked about it before, but the amount of time that you and I spent on the phone and you've been a great friend and a, a great uh, – counselor for for helping my career in the early stages and, and great supporter as well I'm, I'm so grateful for all that you've done but 
Yeah, we, we've had those conversations back when I was just you know trying to get on the SEC network and trying to to find my place there. So it, it's flown by, but um, you know I'm really grateful for what I get to do every Saturday. I have people that I I love working with. I'm watching the conference that I love the most, and 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 just being able to talk about it with fans that are incredibly passionate and and share a a, a love of the sport and this uh, footprint of the the country here in the southeast. Yeah, it's it's must see TV on Saturday night. And Sunday morning, it is. I I, I don't know how y'all did it. Y'all figured it out. It's it's so much fun for me to get home and, and watch y'all take a look at everything. You're opinionated, but also it's real smart football talk, and you have some fun. What is it like to? Because uh, I really like this guy, but I don't know him like I know you. And I am so glad that you and I crossed paths at Turquoise Place, whatever that was, yeah. ten or twelve years ago in Orange mm-hmm. Beach. Um, you didn't know who I was, but I knew who you were because I, I saw you catch touchdowns for Florida Gators <laughs> in the 90s. But um, what's it like to work with Ben Watson? He's awesome, man. And it's been fun watching his progression in this, this business. Obviously, he's always been very knowledgeable about football and able to present it in a, in a really uh, unique way. But I think um, when you first started, especially he was coming off his, his NFL career, like, Hadn't really been following the SEC quite as much. Now, you know, he's so integrated in the storylines and the names and and the recall from the previous season. So it's it's been, you know, his third season is about to come to an end here, and and just um, watching how much more comfortable he's gotten. He he committed this year doing Fridays with us as well. So um, one of my favorite parts of the weekend is after we do our Friday night show, he and I go grab dinner and. Just the friendship that we've created, um, I think, is very beneficial for what we do on the air. Too had a great friendship with Chiz for those five years he was with us. Hated to see him sure. go, but you know, I think Benjamin uh, has done a nice job of, of filling that void. And um, he and I and, and Dari on Saturdays, uh, it, it truly is what you see on camera. It's just a, a very transparent, uh, authentic relationship that we all have. Yeah, did you ever guess it would be this good? I mean, Chiz was good too. I didn't know Chizik was going to be that damn good on TV, CD. And and he, well, he wasn't originally. He, Think about that. He wasn't at first. You know, when he did it, his first stint before he went to North Carolina, he he it self-admittedly said I was guarded. I didn't want to say anything to like you know piss anybody off. And then he he went and coached for two years at Carolina, came back and and was a totally different person. And it, it was funny to listen to him too, Bo, because he would talk about like, golly, I wish I would have understood the media wasn't out to get me when I was coaching, you know, that they, they actually are trying to do a job and that I could have, you know, helped benefit not only what they were doing, but benefit my program. If I'd have been a little bit more open and cooperative, I think, you know, Mac Brown being with Mac Brown, uh, certainly I think it helps that too. He's understood the, the media world, but I think once you kind of work on this side and then go back into coaching, it's a very different relationship that you have with the media because of, of, of wearing those other shoes on the other side. Yeah. Chris Doring on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Um, okay, I want to hit a couple more things with you. Bobby Petrino to, it, it looks like, to Arkansas. What do you make of uh, Sam Pittman and Bobby Petrino getting h- hooked up in Arkansas? Man, I, I, I guess I, I, I love the hire, um, but it, it's crazy to me that the things – that you, you, you fired the guy for as your head coach, you're now a, able to overlook and, and bring him back. I mean, maybe you're not being tasked with the same job responsibilities or the same uh, power uh, at the school.
school. Uh, we've always known that he was a, a really good coach, uh, a really good offensive mind, a really good play caller. Uh, but I, I guess I, 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 I give credit to the school for being able to move on and for Bobby Petrino to, to have some humility. I mean, it's got to be really difficult to go sure. back to that same area uh, to face a lot of the same people uh, that you probably disappointed and embarrassed yourself with. Uh, and to walk into those offices now as an assistant when you were the the man running the whole program, I just I, I, I hate that um, that happened for so many different reasons. But Arkansas was rolling back then. I mean, they 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 had it going. They they were probably you know, one of the the biggest challenges to to Alabama in the West back then. And uh, to to have the program fall off the way that it did, you know, largely because of him and and his decisions um, was disappointing. But I I, I I guess it's a uh, an example of, of what can, can happen with time kind of healing all wounds, and, and I hope it works out. I love Sam Pittman and you know, trust his judgment, and, and hopefully the, uh, the offense can get back to doing some of those things that it did the last time Petrino was calling plays on the sideline. Let's wrap it up with this. C.D. Chris Doring, All-American for the Florida Gators, a decade in the NFL. You see him all over the SEC network. He joins us on the Out of Bounds show. All right, let's talk Kiffin before we let you go. Uh, how impressed are you with Lane winning ten games um, twice in three years at Ole Miss? Yeah, really impressed. I mean, I think uh, the fact that we're, we're sitting here talking about Missouri and Ole Miss winning ten games—that uh, you know, there's a debate. I honestly, if, if we if we had to rank the, the teams in the SEC, I, I'd probably go Georgia, Alabama. I think you'd have to go uh, Ole Miss at number three. You, you, you go, you win ten games. You lose to only Georgia and Alabama, the teams that are going to be playing one another in the SEC championship game this weekend, maybe two of the best, probably two of the best in the country. Um, and then you know, to, to think about how he was able to do that with so many new faces and, and utilization of the transfer portal and, and um, may, being able to, to maintain a culture that you know, wasn't being able to be maintained at other places with, with new faces. I mean, Texas A&M ultimately – um, had to fire Jimbo Fisher, Fisher because, yeah, they brought a lot of talent in, but it never really came to, to fruition. They, they never were able to you know, get guys, whether it was you know, missing curfew or smoking weed in the locker room reportedly or whatever else was happening. There's just a, a lot of guys that didn't fall in line, and I think um, that has not been the case in Oxford. So I, I give Lane Kiffin a lot of credit. I give him a lot of credit, too, for his growth, both as a coach and personally. Yes. And I, I love – watching his, his interview after the Egg Bowl and, and, and talking about how grateful he is to be the coach at Ole Miss and to be the, the coach of these specific players on this specific team. It really feels like he is comfortable in his own skin right now and not always looking for that next best thing out there. Ah, that was well done. Chris Doring, SEC Network on the Out of Bounds Show. You got a big weekend ahead? Yeah, man, heading up there tomorrow. It's uh, it's kind of the celebration of the whole year. We don't get a chance to have our whole SEC Network uh, crew largely together much with the nation folks being on the road. But uh, we'll all be in uh, in Atlanta doing shows together. Looking forward to getting out and, and uh, uh, celebrating a great season, man. And, and man, but what what a difference a year is going to make from from where we are right now to next year. I'm so excited about Oklahoma and Texas coming. I'm so excited about uh. the. 12-team playoff. I mean, it just uh, I, I hate to wish it away, but I'm just excited about the future, man. It is. It's going to be great. CD, I'm happy for you. Have a great weekend, and let's talk soon. Okay, bud? Sounds good, man. Thanks for having me, Bo. Take care, buddy. He is Chris Doring, All-American for the Florida Gators.
SEC Network, and he joined us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. He he likes Georgia, but uh, I think you could tell that he thinks it could go either way. I'm going with Alabama this weekend. And Bartu went with Georgia. I think he did that because I went with Alabama, and that's fine too. Um, <laughs> but hey, what I, you know what I want? I really don't care at the end of the day. I just want I want a good game. You know, oh, I, yeah. I, I, I want a lot of back and forth and momentum swings and lead changes and that thing to just continue to play out in the third and fourth. Hey, you know what? I'll take overtime. I'll take overtime. I'm in. You know. Give me – it's kind of like bonus out of bounds. We're on hour number four and haven't even checked up. We're going to do hour number five, special out of bounds show. When Pearl River Resort asks, we have to answer the call. So six hours of out of bounds today is is a gift. It is to, to the state of Mississippi and to 105.9 The Zone ESPN. To Jason, who prepared for this show by having uh, five eggs and a glass of milk at 6 a.m. this morning, and then his uh, fiance was kind enough to pack a snack bag for him, kind of like he was going off to third grade, um, and it's got Slim Jims <laughs> and Fruit Loops, and, not Fruit Loops, Fruit Roll-Ups. Yeah, there right? we go. Yeah, Fruit yeah. Roll-Ups, Airheads, and Pretzels, Airheads, pretzels, Teddy hummus. Grahams. Got it. Love it. Hey, speaking of game day this weekend, um, if you're not here, which you need to be at the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge, but if you're at the house or a friend's house, go ahead and put together an amazing Boar's Head charcuterie board. And Boar's Head's premium meats, premium cheeses, and don't forget it's the number one selling hummus in America. Fifth generation owned since 1905. Boar's Head, compromise elsewhere. A Boar's Head charcuterie board, tons of college football and NFL. And then you can call Jason and I, and we'll come in and uh, crash your house <laughs> and drink your Stella Artois and, um, and have a fun time. In fact, make two Boar's Head charcuterie boards on Ooh, the weekend. Yeah. Oh, Bo, you remember what I sent you over the weekend in New York, what I saw? What'd you send me? Uh, when I went to go get breakfast bagels on the day I was proposing, I look yeah. at, the, in the, at the bagel shop. They use boar head, boar's head meats and cheeses. Like it's every, that is so awesome. It's everywhere. I mean, the bacon, I got a bacon, egg, and cheese. The bacon was boar's head. The ham, turkey, cheese is boar's head. Like, so if it's good enough for a New York bagel shop, it's more than good enough for your charcuterie board, your pizza, your sandwich. Man, look, uh, and they're from New York, right? Yeah. So their headquarters, fifth generation owned, New York family boar's head compromise elsewhere and uh, no artificial flavors no none quality quality you know, some of that deli meat around the country not so good but uh boar's head compromise elsewhere high 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 quality premium meats premium cheeses also you can do a boar's head pizza loaded with boar's head beet and cheese and then of course the sliders for game day too powered by boar's head compromise elsewhere um, let's go with, Ooh, I do want to talk about that. That's something else that Jason and I discussed earlier. You know, we've got some audio that we want to drop in the, uh, in the next segment, some really good audio, by the way, from, um, on Jeff Levy that some of our guests this week have weighed in 
on Levy and the hire and the new hotshot 39-year-old coach. He decided to retain Chad Bumpus. Um, we'll see what else plays out as far as the staff. A lot of people believe uh, several more uh, have been added but will be officially added later today and trying to wrap this thing up by uh, maybe Thursday or Friday afternoon as recruiting is full speed ahead. And then the portal, which is really, you know, ongoing. I mean, it never stops. But uh, you get to start having some fun on Sunday. Jason mentioned that K.J. Jefferson from Arkansas is in the portal. Will Jeff Levy take a look at K.J. Jefferson? He's from North Panola, right, in Mississippi. Had a hell of a career in Arkansas. Played hurt all year and uh, played like a dude, too. That'd be interesting. 6'4", 250 pounds. That's a man coming down the field. Good morning. Welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show. We're driven by the all-new Nissan Pathfinder. New body style, Canon Nissan in Jackson. Also driven by the Nissan Rogue, Canon Nissan in Jackson. We're live from the Timeout Lounge. Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook. <laughs> 